some dogs can eat a bit of it and be absolutely fine for others one grip is enough to make them very seriously ill so it's one of those situations if they do get it the best advice is to speak to your vet as soon as possible Hey there, welcome to Life Well Loved, the pet well-being podcast brought to you by Bella and Duke. My name's James Marriott, I'm your host as we adventure into the world of pet ownership with you and your cats and dogs. We'll be sniffing out expert knowledge from people like behaviourists, nutritionists and veterinary professionals as we explore how to do right by our pets covering everything from pet-centred nutrition to how to help them navigate the world around them. So, let's meet today's guest. Well, the tree is up, the mistletoe is dangling, the chestnuts are roasting by the open fire. Yes, it's Christmas. I need to do the style of Naughty Holder. Right? It's Christmas! Cut it. Today, we, uh, we welcome back to the podcast our, our very own elf, Bella and Duke's <laughs> community map. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Bella and Duke's community manager, Jude McCoy. Jude, no expense spared here <laughs> on this podcast, uh, Jude. Not along. at all. Delighted to be here. Nice to see you again, James. Are you uh, Are you feeling full of the festive spirit? Not at all. I'm I'm very last minute when it comes to Christmas, so I had a bit of a, oh no, yeah, always have been. I had a bit of a panic uh, earlier today when I realised just how close it suddenly got. And I thought, ah, I need to get on Amazon. <laughs> well, for anyone that's um, depending when you're listening to this, just to make clear, we're about we're what a week and no, we're, we're about three ten, or four days ten, away. From ten days away, so uh, yeah, fairly. Fairly close. All right, cool. Well, I've done well to be able to. Um, I've, I've done well to get you at um, this time. Um, obviously, Jude, this is a pet well-being podcast. So let's start with the most important question of all: Do you prefer Mariah Carey or Band Aid? Oh, definitely not Mariah Carey. It would have to be Band Aid. <laughs> the pogs. Oh, that was a very that was a definite answer. Of course, yes, the pugs. And, uh, you know, extra significance um, this year. It's Absolutely. only uh, two or three weeks yeah. ago since uh, since the sad death of, of Shane McGowan. So, yeah. uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. That, of course, that is not really our main topic of conversation. We are going to be talking about, well, pets and Christmas because Christmas is great. Lots of fun. Um, significantly for us today, there's, you know, lots of decorations. There's lots of presents. Lots of food, of course. Oh, yeah. But, of course, all those things also present us with some potential dangers and some potential stresses for our pets. Jude, when I think of Christmas, I think of toffee fee. You know, the little the little toffee things oh, with a blob of chocolate yes. on Yes. Haven't that had one in, of those in, for in, years. <laughs> in the tray. Very, uh, very reasonably priced. So I, I, I mean, not necessarily those, but I do tend to think of food first and foremost. Christmas for me, it's a bit of a feast. Usual rules go out of the uh, the window. I'm a little bit naughty at Christmas. So let's kind of look at that stuff first because there are, uh, you know, not necessarily toffee fee, but there are lots of chocolates around. There's lots of rich food around. We've got Christmas dinner, turkey Galore lasts for weeks, doesn't it? After um, after Christmas, weeks and so I weeks. Think it'd be really, it really does. I think it'd be really useful for us to kind of have a look at maybe what is safe or or safer. Maybe particularly, and perhaps most importantly, what is definitely 
not safe for our pets. And I guess we should probably specify we are particularly thinking about dogs here because they are the ones that will just go around and hoover up anything that they can do, aren't they? Well, absolutely. And I think with dogs, you've got the danger that that it's so easy when you're all sitting at the table and enjoying yourselves and food's getting passed around. It's very easy to drop things on the floor, whether you mean to or not. Uh, And for dogs, just to hoover that up. If you have cats, certainly if you've got cats that are anything like mine, you do need to be careful about leaving anything sitting on your kitchen counter because obviously they can jump up there a lot easier than a lot of dogs can and uh, may get into something that they shouldn't have. So that's just something to be aware of is either keeping them out of the kitchen or putting things out of the way. Yeah, we've kind of divided this into three lists, which I've appropriately entitled the naughty list, <laughs> the not quite as naughty list, and then the nice list. What what I would say, and, and there's a bit of common sense involved, you know, if you have a pet, whatever pet it is, and there's something that you're thinking about feeding them at Christmas that maybe they wouldn't normally eat, just make sure you do a little bit of research, check things out rather than just kind of risking it and trying and trying things. Now, I must say, Jude, when I looked at this um, list, there were a couple of things that that surprised me a little. And top of the list of of things, I've called this the naughty list. You could call it the red list. Really, this is the absolutely not list. These are things that are potentially toxic um, and really should be avoided at all costs. Top of that list is mince pies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to admit, I love a mince pie, but you don't want to be feeding it to either your dog or your cat. Um, mince pies, the mince in it contains raisins or currants, which as you probably know are dried grapes, which can be very risky for dogs and cats to eat. So anything, and there's quite a few things around at Christmas that, that do contain those ingredients. You've got your Christmas pudding, your Christmas cake, those mince pies, they all need to be avoided. It's one of those things some dogs can eat a bit of it and be absolutely fine. For others, one grip is enough to make them very seriously ill. So it's one of those situations if they do get it, the best advice is to speak to your vet as soon as possible. And that's not something you want to have to do on Christmas Day. It's not, and you don't want that stress either of um, of, of kind of worrying about it for the for the days afterwards. So, Absolutely, um, you know, I, we, we can kind of bracket together that mince pies, Christmas cake, Christmas pudding, those kind of really rich foods that have got that kind of mince in them. Then you know they they very much go on the uh, naughty list. Next on the list, and this is one that I think probably everyone is aware of, but I think some people take a few risks with. At certain points during the year, and think, well, we might get away with it. And that's chocolate. So, chocolate, particularly with dogs, it's just a no no, isn't it? Chocolate's a no no. The darker the chocolate, the more risky it is. A little tiny bit of milk chocolate, you probably don't need to panic too much. Um, there's actually, if you, you Google uh, chocolate toxicity calculator, if you're unsure, there's a very handy calculator online where you put in oh, the type of chocolate they've had how much you estimate they've had in the weight of your dog and it'll tell you if it's a keep an eye on them or speak to a vet straight away. Dark chocolate's the one that you really have to worry about. Milk chocolate isn't nearly as dangerous. White chocolate has got so little actual cocoa in it that there's no real risk with it, but you still don't want them to have it because it's 
obviously very high in sugar, which isn't isn't good for them in and of itself. But yeah, I think everybody's aware of the chocolate one. One that people might not think about quite as much. So um, turkey itself, we'll, we'll come to a little bit later on. That 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 appears elsewhere within our um, our listing system. Um, but turkey bones. Now, quite specifically here, quite often around Christmas, where you have turkey, you you still have the bones, and there is a real danger with those, isn't there? There is. If you happen to cut off a turkey leg or a wing and give it to them before you cook the turkey, it's absolutely fine. They can have the bone raw, but once it's been cooked, it's dangerous. So cooking changes the structure of the bone and it makes it much more brittle. It can then splinter whenever they bite into it. So that can cause immediate injury in and around their mouth or their throat or more dangerously, it can cause uh, internal injury as well because it becomes very sharp. Yeah, and that and that's just something that that you just want to avoid. So just be super careful with um with 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 turkey bones. A few more things that are on the uh, are on the, the the list, and these are things that apply um year round. But obviously at Christmas, lots of salty food knocking around. Be careful with with salty food, artificial sweeteners as well. Um, we will include a, a link in the show notes this episode. Some more information about these things that we're um, that we're talking about. So if you want to look into um, into those. Um, onions is on the list as well. Yeah, onions is on the list. Onions uh, contain a compound that can interfere with a, a dog and a cat's uh, red blood cells. So it can cause dangerous levels of anemia. So they're just another thing that it's best just to avoid. So do be careful with things like stuffing or gravy that might have onions added in them that you maybe wouldn't immediately think about as being something that's that's toxic for them but just just keep an eye on those things that might have hidden ingredients like onions we're, we're almost at the end of the um naughty list last thing uh, certainly on my list anyway which again is one that uh, uh, applies all year round it's it's common sense that you would avoid giving this to your to your to your pet but alcohol is on the list the reason that we mention it is because there's generally more alcohol knocking around at Christmas for, for, for one. But you've got things like mulled wine. You've got certain other drinks that tend to come out at Christmas, which are a bit sweeter. I would imagine, you know, if, if you popped a, a pint of Guinness in front of your dog, it might not be too bothered. But, um, you know, there are some other alcoholic drinks knocking around, which aren't as obvious in terms of being alcoholic. Things like the Baileys that are quite creamy and might be quite attractive. And I think at Christmas as well, particularly if you've got a, a lot of people sitting around, people tend to just set their glass down on the floor beside them where uh, a, an inquisitive pup or a cat could stick their head into it and have a, have a little bit of it. So that's just something to be aware of and, and to watch out for. And maybe just to mention to visitors as well, just to be careful about and, and so much of this is kind of common sense stuff, but particularly, you know, there's there's alcohol likely to be flowing if you have a bit of a gathering, maybe a bit of a do, a bit of a shindig. And normally at the end of that, it can be very tempting once everyone's gone just to think, oof, straight to bed, just make sure there's nothing left out, left yeah. around that could pose yeah. a, a danger because... You know, waking up to a, a bit of a festive hangover is bad enough. You don't want to be waking up to an upset pet you. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and I, I think whenever the excitement levels are high in the house and people are concentrating on opening presents, uh, seeing what everybody has got and comparing, it, it can be easy to forget the the little things that you maybe would be very aware of at other times of the year. 
absolutely. As we said, we, we will be posting some links in the show notes of this episode as well with more information about those things and some advice about what to do should your pet um, consume any of, of, of those things that we mentioned on the on the naughty list. I'm going to move on now to what I have labelled the not quite so naughty list. If I was the UK government and we were still in some kind of COVID lockdown, this is what would be called the amber list of uh, of countries. So this this really is stuff that we were classed as being unsuitable, but 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 not quite as as toxic, not quite as dangerous. You, you maybe don't need to worry quite as much, but still really should be the, avoiding. The, these are the things that you you don't want to be feeding to your pets regularly, but if they happen to steal some if somebody drops some on the floor and they run off with it or they get up on a counter and steal a little bit off it um, or even if you want to give them a tiny little taste as a as a bit of a treat you can get away with it but it's not something that you want to be including as a regular part of their diet or giving them too much of so some of these are, are things that uh there's, there's particularly more of knocking around at, at christmas so we've got Pigs in blankets, obviously a bit of a staple of the uh, of, of, of the dinner set. That's on, my favourite. I look forward there to we this. <laughs> We've got ham, cranberry sauce, one of those things that only really makes an appearance at, uh, at this time of year. Yeah. You mentioned gravy earlier on, uh, particularly just being careful about what's gone into that 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 gravy will will help you decide whether or not that's something that, that, that really should be going anywhere near your pet. Um, potatoes is on there. Yorkshire puddings is on there. Stuffing, we, we've talked about that earlier on. Cream and anything likely to be quite creamy. Um, lots of things like that knocking around at Christmas. Uh, now, the other thing that, that Christmas, I talked about um, uh, toffee fee earlier, cheese. I mean, cheese is an absolute staple for me at, at Christmas. The oh. amount of cheese I consume is several times my own body weight. <laughs> um, but, but again, that is one of those things just be a little bit careful with cheese and your pet. Those things do not necessarily agree and you might get a little bit of an upset tummy and you don't want that. Uh, and we've also got nuts and peas on the list as well. Jude, any of those that you want to particularly elaborate on? Yeah, I mean, I think cats and cream is kind of, you sort of think the two things go together, don't you? But they, they really don't. Just like dogs, most cats are at least mildly lactose intolerant. Right. So you don't want them to be having too much of it. They can have a little tiny taste of it just to just to include them, but uh, too much and you're going to get a bit of a, a runny bum and you don't want to be having to get up on Boxing Day to deal with that. So things like cranberry sauce, that's one. You, you did mention the, the artificial sweeteners um, earlier. Cranberries are naturally quite a, a bitter berry so the sauces tend to have a lot of sugar and things added and some of them may have artificial sweeteners so do just check for that and obviously if it does have something like xylitol added to it it needs to be avoided completely because that that puts it up into the that red toxic band so just just be careful with that we've we've done our our little um stint as grinches is now complete <laughs> and we can now talk about the nicest the so this nicest. Is the green list the stuff that's okay, the stuff that you can um, fairly safely feed to your uh, your pets at, at Christmas. Th there's a bit of a don't go crazy proviso that we're going to add to this, but I'll come to that at the um, at the end. So stuff that generally um, you know you, is going to be okay to give your pets. So we've got a um, couple of big things likely to be knocking around at, at Christmas in most houses. Turkeys on there, salmon, carrots, parsnip, broccoli and sprouts and i think there's no better combination of 
sprouts and uh, a dog's bottom. Uh, that's a brilliant combination <laughs> and sure to be the highlights of uh, of Christmas. Um, now, we, we did say that there are um, just a couple of sort of provisos there that we should add. Firstly, moderation. Don't go crazy. Um, the other, often the way that we prepare some of those foods is is the thing that could actually move it from being in the green list and maybe into the to be another to other to the amber yeah carrots parsnips particularly perhaps sprouts as well things that we tend to be quite clever in the way that we cook often add quite a lot of salt things like sauces and other things and, and, and they could ultimately be the problem yeah or, or you might add a, a sugar glaze or put a glaze on your turkey so with with the turkey avoid any bits that go for go for the meat in the middle that hasn't been seasoned and let them have. I mean, we all we all want our, our pets to be able to to join in and, and and be part of the day, don't we? But we want them to be safe while we're doing it. So avoid those sticky glazes and the high salt items, and just as, as you say, in in moderation, particularly if it's stuff that they're they're not used to having. Moderation, especially with those sprouts, <laughs> because th- that's one way to guarantee you get rid of your visitors early. <laughs> Maybe that could be part of the, the <laughs> plan if you think, want everyone to go home about 10 o'clock. That's, that's maybe how <laughs> That's could. the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. We've, we've obviously, we've, we've concentrated very much around food. There are obviously very clear dangers, some of them relatively serious dangers. We want to make sure that you, know, that you mm. fully understand all, all, all the stuff that's going on there. So th- th- there are the lists. As I said, I've said this a few times. I'll say it again. There are links in the show notes. You can go through that list, study it in a bit more depth. Just make sure you know what you're doing as you get towards Christmas Day. It's not just food, though, because there are other things knocking around at, at Christmas. Our our behavior, we all go wild, don't we? Our behavior changes yeah. at Christmas. We've got stuff around that wouldn't normally be around and that can often pique our pet's interest. But uh, of course, it does come with 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 some potential dangers as well, and um, and probably Christmas trees is one that we should uh, cover off quite early on 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 this section of the podcast because there are dangers to be aware of when it become when it comes to Christmas trees and pets. And um, I've had many cats over the years who have an absolute obsession with Christmas trees, oh, yeah. determined to um, destroy it or in some way cause themselves injuries trying to um, de- destroy it. Yeah. But obviously, one of the things that we tend to do is put our presents around the bottom of uh, Christmas trees, and that's something to be aware of. Yeah, absolutely, because quite often those presents will contain food that your pet shouldn't have so it's worth asking i mean obviously you don't want to ask people to tell you what's in this present because that's just rude but ask them if it contains food or not and if it does pop it away somewhere out of the way um where your pets aren't going to reach it whenever i was growing up uh, we had a little westie called duff he got in under the christmas tree and he got a full bo- full box of thornton's toffee oh no and he'd he glued he glued his jaws together. Oh my! So you don't you don't oh. want your dog getting the Thornton's toffee either. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I think the the thing with presents is you know they look brilliant, don't they? But 
particularly to 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 younger pets, particularly to puppies. Yeah, they're going to be it's really just... intriguing, and they're not that difficult to get into. You know, presents are designed yeah. for young children to be able to open. If 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 they can, chances are you, your puppy's going to be able to yeah, get in I'd... there. That's not fun if you yeah. come down in the morning a few days before Christmas and everything's been ripped open. And your pet's just going to think that, that you know you're putting all this stuff down on the ground. It's got to be for them, right? So yeah, just be aware of that. I get a lot of this just just common sense. Yeah, just, there's just, there's, kind of just think that, there's think a that few, few other things that are, um, around the tree to be aware of as well. Obviously, you've mentioned uh, cats and how they love to mine are the same. How they love to destroy the tree. I actually had a very a very good tip um, from my daughter a couple of days ago. Uh, somebody had told her to get gardening wire or florist's wire and use that to fasten the bobbles and the lights to the tree, so the cats can't get them off. And things like switching out glass bobbles for plastic ones, so that if they do fall, they're not going to smash. If you use a, if you if you like a real tree, I love having a real tree, but you you do need to be careful. Use a, a cover or something so your pet can't get in and drink the water from it. Stagnant water that's sitting there for several weeks at a time is never good anyway. But there could be pesticides or preservatives from the tree itself getting down into that water as well that you don't want your pet getting. And some of them, the ones that drop their needles, those wee needles are very, very sharp and they can cause injuries to paws, which is something to be aware of. Or if your pet happens to swallow them, they could potentially cause internal injuries as well. So try try to go for the non-shedding varieties if you like a real tree. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I guess other stuff to be just aware of, I guess from a safety point of view, if you've got lights on your tree if you've got pets that are going to be likely to try and pull that tree down just kind of think that through and be aware of of that one of the other things that we rock out at christmas that we might not do at other times and i've got this brilliant little it's it's like this christmas decoration that has been around since i was a kid and it's the simplest thing in the world you light a candle and these things spin round and 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 they oh yeah yeah bells and it it takes me right back to kind of yeah christmas as a as a as a kid but candles, you know, they're, yeah. they're one of the things that they're lovely around Christmas, isn't it? It's gorgeous when you've got all the candles lit, you turn off all the main lights. Clearly, that there's going to be some concerns there with 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 safety when when it comes to candles. Yeah, absolutely, and and it's just simply again a case of keeping them out of reach. Cats, in particular, seem to be very fascinated by candles, so do do just keep them somewhere where your pet isn't going to be able to knock them down and start a fire, or burn themselves on them so yeah that's that's just something or if you you have if you have something you the, the little covers that you can get yeah that just helps to keep your pet that little bit safer absolutely absolutely and it's not just christmas trees that we have um around this time of year so um you know the the i, I made a joke earlier about the mistletoe but we've got ivy as well both of those you know they are they are plants that they're, they're real things and and there's dangers there yeah absolutely mistletoe ivy and poncetia is another popular plant you always seem to get one for christmas don't you (laughs) (laughs) somebody always gets a poncetia um but all of them are are toxic plants for dogs and cats so again just keep them out of reach if you do want to do any kissing onto the mistletoe just be aware that before you hang it up and after you take it down that you're you're not leaving it somewhere where your dog or cat is going to be able to get at it. One of the things that's become really popular over um, recent 
years is involving your pets in kind of, you know, the Christmas traditions, things like buying presents for your pets and things like that, which once upon a time were um, few and far between. Now that's a, you know, a huge deal and, and, and pets very much part of our families these days as well. There are loads and loads of options. I'm, I'm not suggesting that we go through and, and talk through these options, but, you know, the, 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 those kind of specialist presents for your pets they're things that are going to have been checked and are definitely going to be safe. You know, there's some there's some been some brilliant discussions in in the pack in the 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 Bella and Duke um, Facebook group about the different things that people will be buying their pets. So there's there's loads of advice out there if you are thinking, oh, I'm going to buy something for our for our pet. The options really are, are brilliant now, aren't they? Oh yeah, there's so many things for them. Mine, mine have their own stockings that get hung oh. up hung up on Christmas Eve, so they get treats and they'll get a they'll get a little toy, and then they usually get something that they that they need as well. So, for example, collar or something like that. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it it's it's great fun to be able to to involve your pets in that. I I don't really know what they think of it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's a nice thing to do, isn't it? And, um, if you've got a if you've got a puppy to let them have at it and rip into their presence and see their excitement, it's uh, yeah, it's great fun. Yeah, yeah, I always wonder whether or not pets kind of over time figure out that once a year this weird thing happens, and 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 they kind of like realize it's like oh it's that time again where they all yeah. wear those weird hats on their head and all this weird thing happens and bring it oh, bring it dress me up are they? bring in the tree that I'm not allowed to pee on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um on that the 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 kind of the final thing that that, that i wanted to to mention and um i mean look you know jude let, let's be clear here neither me or you are are animal behaviorists no, not um, at all but but a little bit of common sense here around the fact that we do do some things around christmas that we might not do at other times and um, a lot of that is exciting stuff we might have big groups of people coming round. we might be having parties particularly with with around christmas when you've got the family around you'll often have people of all ages who are yeah. around it's not all kind of middle-aged quite grown-up adults you've got younger people you've perhaps got older people who have their own mobility problems and you know lots of things where adding pets into those equations is um you know could be problematic there's lots of common sense involved here there's, there's also this risk around kind of overstimulation, often, you know, pets, and, and we do get to know our pets quite well over time, and we'll know whether or not they tend to work quite well around a big group of people or the opposite, you know, things like making sure that there's a, there is a, a you know, a quiet room where your pet can go if they want to, and that there's a door that's open to allow them to get out of the really busy room so they don't feel trapped and you know just i i i think just kind of yeah. common sense stuff isn't it this time of year absolutely and I, I mean i think i think for ourselves as well you know christmas is it can be very intense you've got lights you've got noise you've got music you've got multiple conversations going on at once you've got people coming and going to the door presents being unwrapped all these things going on that that don't happen the rest of the year and it can be very tiring and it can be very overwhelming and I think just recognizing that while it's fun for you it may not necessarily be fun for your pets and they might not want to be involved at all and they might not want to be involved all of the time and just making sure that you're you're aware of how how they're feeling and how they're reacting to things uh, and that they do have somewhere that they can retreat to whenever they want 
a, a bit of time of, um, on, the, on their own and, and want to get away from it all. And I think especially if you have children coming to the house who aren't there all the time, just just making sure that they're aware that the, the, the dog may not want to be played with all the time and to, to let them have a bit of space. As I say, we, we're not behaviourists, but we, we, we know plenty of them. So we have got kind of more in-depth advice um, around some of those things. If you would like to read up, I'll say it one more time. There are loads of links in the um, in the in the show notes. And I think that's going to pretty much wrap us up. So I think all that's left for us to do, Jude, is just to wish everyone a very happy Christmas. Yeah, very happy Christmas indeed. Have a good one and stay happy and healthy. I better let you go and start your Christmas shopping now because you've left it far too late, you know. You have to Definitely rock, rock time to make a start now. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thank you for your time, Jude. Thank you, James. Good to speak to you again. Well, that wraps up this episode of Life Well Loved. Thank you very much for listening. You can find out more about us at bellaandduke.com and don't forget to hit follow so you get all our new episodes every fortnight. Thanks for listening and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you.